0: Hey buddy, what's going on? G'day Brent, what's happening uh, son? Pardon?
1: What's happening? Can you not hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, that's good. What's going on? Oh, not much mate, just uh, getting uh, excited for the big game tonight. It's going good to be epic, we'll be able to break that down soon and,
1: and this is going to be our last one via Zoom. It is, it is, definitely. From here on. We're, um, Here on in, we're in the same basement. each
0: other.
1: That's exciting. And probably blind drunk. That is exciting. Bit of crabbies. Bit of crabbies, yes. The sponsor, a uh, new sponsor. Tell the people we've got a new sponsor, crabbies. Yeah, we've got a new we've sponsor. Come on
0: board. sponsor. So uh, everyone get out and buy the crabbies. Yeah. From the highlands of Scotland. Spot on. Bit of um, relatives there. Distillery. Yeah. They've been distillery for, what, like, 200 years, isn't it?
1: 220 years, yeah, so I was yeah. able to ring my uh, great-great-uncle, so that was good, and he's come on board. So Brent's going to try it. they have donated yeah, so. $25,000 to our uh, podcast, so they're sponsoring yeah, so, us. So uh,
0: cheers to us, mate.
1: Happy days, mate. Let us know, live on television, is it any good?
0: Oh, what a drop. Yeah, made it. A of drop. Good. A bit of a, a, bit of a woody, woody uh, finish there. Yeah, 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 as well said described. on the bold. Yeah, beautiful, mate. Well described,
1: terrific. So, so, there's our first sponsor, people. Krabbies are on board, so that's good. Sensational,
0: yeah, that's great. Um, and YouTube's dropped off just quickly. YouTube's dropped off, yeah. So, obviously, uh, obviously, we've got no female um subscribers, otherwise, that would be right up wanting to see our mugs every week, wouldn't it? 100%.
1: 100% we're very uh, good looking units actually on that I got a photo sent to me this week you with a new nickname for you so from here on oh, no. you will be you will be known to me and a few of our friends as Jacques Jacques yes
0: okay uh, elaborate what's, it was what's his birthday
1: meaning? It was his birthday the other day, Mr. Jarks Callus, and there was a photo of his cricketing days, and it looked oh, like yeah. you. Oh, wow. So you will same now be
0: preferred. Same size ass. Hey, wispy hair? Wispy, wispy hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not the same cricket ability.
1: <laughs> South African, both South African.
0: Yes, yeah. I have a lot of South African <laughs> lineage in my uh, family. <laughs> so we're going to call you Jarks. It was a good photo.
1: I'll get it um. We'll get it put up maybe on the Facebook or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I I'll, have to, watches. I'll have to I have to see that. Like I don't see the resemblance at all. But
0: uh, no,
1: yeah. It, it, yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. No, <clears> hundred percent. <throat> I'll actually get it right now for you just quickly. So, okay, pad, Brent, beautiful. as they say in the uh, industry, pad. Give the intro. Excuse me. <laughs> intro. <laughs> I think <laughs> we're you too know, far
0: what? in for an intro. Oh, welcome everybody! What are you to the BS Exchange episode seventeen? There he is. Brent Nano,
1: Jax Callus. You got the same lips, the wispy yeah. forehead. The, the, the half Chinese
0: <laughs> eyes as well. Well, the squinty eyes.
1: No, you squint a lot. That, that's where yeah. it comes from. So, the group message we have, there's 18 of us in it. Yeah. Just
0: potting it. Made that up. <laughs> Made that up.
1: I wouldn't do that. wouldn't do that. So, anyway, Jax, how well, that's 18 this week? More than
0: the, uh, that's 18 more than the amount of viewers we have. So, that's good stuff. Maybe we should, maybe <laughs> we should exactly just right. telecast in that group chat. <laughs> I like it. So
1: for all the people out there, it's gonna be a fun episode because Brent's had a heck of had a week.
0: About, I had a hell week. I don't think uh, David Goggins could have survived my week, to be honest.
1: No, I don't think he could have. You've had you've had a mare, you've had a tire blowout. But
0: a tire explode. <laughs> Not just blow out you have yeah. got an employee laying in a um hospital bed. Yeah, I'm, so I'm up for up for manslaughter. That's good. Yeah.
1: Give give us the uh, explain to the people, explain it to them. What what does he look like, the boy? How how is he? uh, Right, so how's he looking?
0: As we said last week, our uh, good friend there, Bounder Bouncy, gave us a chop out last week and uh, jumped back on board this week and gave us a hand on, uh, I think it was Wednesday. Yep. So, at the end of the day, <laughs> on this particular job, the water's not very good. And you know this when you turn the water on and it's bright pink, it smells horrible. And it's, uh, it's obviously something not to be um, associated with washing one's body. Yeah. I was looking for the fella at the end of the day and he's uh, walking down, rubbing his eyes. I oh, don't
1: know.
0: Said, uh, what's wrong, mate? You got something in your eye? he's like, yeah. I was washing my face with that water and it it stunk and it was uh, pink. I was like, straight away, I was thinking, why the fuck do you wash your face with it, mate? (laughs) Oh, no. Um, (laughs) The poor fella uh, continued to rub his eyes for the whole trip home. I gave him some fresh water out of my drink bottle. That's how good a bloke I am. Um, I told him when I dropped him off to... uh, just uh, go and rinse his eyes out for a good 10 minutes, take a couple of antihistamines and sleep on it. Yep. I proceeded to wake up to a photo that you actually sent me that he had (laughs) posted on the Facebook. And uh, to tell you the truth when it came, when it popped up on my phone as I was driving, I nearly crashed my fucking car. Yeah. He had tentacles. He's got (laughs) tubes in his eyes. He had tubes. In his eyes, he was rugged. He actually looked quite comfortable. For someone who had tubes in their eyeballs, he actually made it look comfortable by the way that he was wrapped up like a ladybug with a big smirk on his face. So he either, they either gave him some hardcore painkillers or he was just uh, enjoying life a little too much in the hospital bed there. But um,
1: yeah, so all right. right
0: now, so... Uh, Good to see Some would out. say
1: he's a bit crazy in that. I think he lives in his car, so he's got a bed for the night. So I think he could have done it on purpose. The boy, he's actually just hosed himself in the eyeballs. Got a free meal. He's got a free meal. Got a free meal, nice nice bed, probably got bathed by the nurses. He'd be having the time of his life, the boy, wouldn't he? Well yeah, played. He? Maybe that, maybe that's
0: why he was so happy in that photo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, on a serious note, uh, yeah, glad, he's, glad he's all right now and up and, up and about. But uh, that didn't look too good.
1: It didn't look too good. And and you do have a bit of fun with him. But like we've spoken about, the boy, he, he loves to work. He gets there early. Yeah. Um, he changed your tyre for you.
0: Oh, mate, you can't fault the work ethic of the boy. Yeah, with his big but, um, big tattoo on his guts. Just, uh, yeah, just the decision-making on using some water that's fluoro pink and stinks like shit, it's probably... Probably needs to be addressed. I'm not sure. I would have thought so. <laughs> I would have thought so. It's probably going to be that
1: water will be used in his next bong next time, I reckon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's all right. You're not on Bandit. We love him. We love oh, him. Oh, what a unit. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but uh, you <laughs> worked hey. with us. Um, you helped us out. Yeah. And, and, How are you feeling? Nah, look, I'm all right. It's got a,
1: uh, the peck and the shoulder is a little bit sore because of your, High pressure hoses, you you sort of maybe need to turn them down just a little bit to make it a little bit softer. Maybe yeah. it's because I'm a bit skinnier, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it never hurt.
0: Maybe there was no uh, insulation <laughs> there that you yeah. But, but <laughs> man, I think
1: I think my favourite thing is right. Something always happens when I'm with you, like you. So as we've spoken about in the past, all the uh, the razes flock to you. That that's what dangerous. happens. Like you yeah. can't deny it. No, They're everywhere around you.
0: I'm, I'm a man of the people. I bring, I shepherd them in. I bring them in. You do.
1: And so I look forward to working with you. And I haven't done it for five years, but I look forward to hanging out with you because I always know that something's going to happen. We were driving home, people. <laughs> and we turned around.
0: <laughs> oh, this is incredible.
1: We turned into a street, which is near uh, where his workshop is, um, where, the, where the Brent's workshop is. There was, what was it?
0: I, look, I don't know. The, the only time I've seen something like that is when I watch um, a Steven Spielberg movie.
1: Yeah. So it's like an alien spaceship UFO it's, thing.
0: On a dirt road too. Like, it made it even more obscure.
1: Yeah. And he was just sitting there parallel parked on the dirt road, which is a one-way street. But he was yeah. parallel parked, talking to people <laughs> with <laughs> no face mask on.
0: <laughs> Chris, what, what was it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I have no and idea. Like Elon
0: Elon Musk hasn't made one of those. I don't know what that was.
1: And Brent's driving down the street, trailer on the back, machinery everywhere, and he looks at us as we're driving past like...
0: As if we're the weird ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, what are they doing? What do you mean, mate? You're parallel parked on a dirt road on a one-way street in a spaceship. <laughs>
0: Oh mate, about what yeah. we're doing. I, I wasn't aware that fucking George Jetson was living around the corner. That's I, what it actually looked like. Something yeah. out of the Jetsons, didn't it? It was Like a four? No, it wasn't. It was like a three-wheeled quad cross motorbike, fucking Land Cruiser hovercraft thing. Sorry, the one thing you said there was a three-wheeled quad. Yeah, like it was a mix between a quad bike, and it's, <laughs> but it was a three. And me though, quad. if it's
1: got three wheels, <laughs> what the hell? Line mate, uh, Jimmy, pass the
0: line. <laughs> nah, but it
1: was it was bizarre, wasn't it? So, and we carried knobbies yeah. which was good. He, he had a bad day, knobs that's, so that's it. But right. at least you um, at yeah, least cat. you
0: walked away without tubes in your eyes. So that was that no. was a good good way to end the day. Oh, you're frozen. What's happened here? Oh no. So, uh, Christopher's frozen for the time being. No, I
1: haven't.
0: Oh, he can still hear us, but the screen's frozen. Can you still hear us, Chris? I can hear you fine, Brent. Okay, but your screen's frozen, but that's all right. It just keeps, speaking. there we go, you're back. Uh, No, you're frozen. This is gonna make great viewing for everyone. I'm gonna have to try and make them hold on to the listening here as we uh, try to fix these technical difficulties. Hey mate, how you going? Good mate, you're back. What actually just happened? I'm not sure, but you're still frozen. So yeah, Chris has had some um, because he's such a prepper. He's uh, he's been he's been fiddling around with the five uh, G, and it's uh, maybe you weren't me? meant to discuss that hovercraft that we'd seen. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me though? I can hear you, and you're sort of back.
1: No, I'm back full time. I don't know what's going on. You're, everything's working in this end, one
0: hundred percent. You're just smiling on this end, but it looks really good. Happy. <laughs> um, that's okay. Uh, do you want to stop this and uh, start again? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back from the uh, slight technical difficulties, but I can't even say that word properly, but anyway, Christopher, what happened, mate? Fucking Bill Gates, I would have thought. do <laughs> yeah. that prick. That's, I'll tell you why,
1: because we've got mates that are onto him about his uh, child trafficking. Yeah, well, and... I thought he wouldn't
0: have any time on his hands, too busy eating the flesh off children's bones, but anyway. That's right, because yeah, he's actually
1: 180, but that stuff makes you younger, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 5G shoot. Brent So I just want to go 5G is the worst thing ever invented Mbn, worst thing ever invented it's just It just slows everything down Okay not into it No not into it I don't know much about it So but anyway let's go to on this day
0: Alright have you got one or you want me to lead off
1: I'll go first you can roll into second okay Okay mate So on this day October the 24th 1880 In yeah. 1880 Yeah so it was a long time ago A man got caught drink driving on his horse and cart. He got his horse impounded for three weeks, cost him $12 to get it out after three weeks and copped a dollar fine back in those days. That could have bought you a house. Two weeks later. No, hang on. Two weeks later. So his name was David uh, Unipon. Uh, He got caught using his wife's horse that was also impounded, but for six weeks because he got caught. Using another mode of transport when he wasn't allowed. You
0: frozen? No, nah, I'm just trying nah. to. I'm trying to work out which hole in the story to go with first. <laughs> what do you mean? No holes, mate. I'm not sure horses and carts were being impounded back in the day. They used to by the police if you were caught drink driving. Drink and riding, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you're in a cart driving. Yeah, what are you doing? Okay. When were, you're doing harness racing, they're on the drivers.
0: Were, were breathalyzers being used,
1: or no? They have to go on the line, one leg, stand on one leg. You know the line, walk in a straight line. That's how they okay. used to do it. Right. Yeah.
0: So you've bullshitted
1: your way through those
0: two points easily enough. have um, No. No, I haven't bullshitted <laughs> once. And then he, uh, David Unipon. David Unipon. Unipon.
1: Yes, that's his name. Uh, okay, Oops. where'd
0: you pull that one from? David Unipon.
1: It's
0: that's it's on fun. Google, mate. Okay. Um, now, a bit I was having a bit of trouble with there was twelve dollars fee to get the cart out, but of only a dollar fine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So That's twelve dollars back there. Twelve dollars back there would be the equivalent of about twelve thousand dollars.
1: That's right. It was sus- yeah. substantial. But the and other option do- was to crush the horse.
0: But only a dollar fine.
1: They weren't going to crush it. He didn't want his horse to be crushed.
0: So, Yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure about this one. I, I think you might have been swindled again. No, I haven't. I
1: haven't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, the, is... only, the only part of the story that I don't understand is how they knew he was... I don't know if the horse and cart used to have a registration plate. Oh. So... That, yeah, that okay. was the part for me. But it, look, if you want to look it up to all our fellow uh, listeners, David Unipon, search him up. It'll come up.
0: Right, okay. Yep. Well, there's some uh, homework for you. U-N-A-P-O-N. U-N-A-P-O-N. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. What have you got? All right. So mine's a bit more legit than that one. No, mine's uh, legit shit. <laughs> so on this day in 1901... The first person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel and survived. What do you mean in a barrel? In a barrel. Annie Edson Taylor makes the plunge on her 63rd birthday by, <laughs> by sitting in a barrel constructed of oak and iron and it was padded with a mattress. Once the lid was screwed on, a bicycle tyre pump was used to compress the air in the barrel, and she went over Niagara Falls, landed in the water at the bottom, and besides a small gash on her head, she was unharmed.
1: She had previously
0: tested it by sending it over the waterfall with a cat inside it. Now, legend has it, this may have been the same cat that was shot up into space last week. Wowie, this cat has had a rough life. Yes, but um, yeah. So I'm not sure why anyone would want to uh, donkey kong their way over Niagara Falls in a barrel. But um, yeah. Apparently, it was a thing to do in 1901.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. You did a stiff shit off Frankston Pier and broke your nose. So. <laughs> Same sort of thing, I suppose. No, it was a double front flip. It wasn't meant to be okay. a double, though, was it, Brent? Yeah, I lost half of my <laughs> hair that
0: day. Over-road stated. Give me more of us mind, <laughs> you, you
1: went in and you come out looking like Sam Newman's plastic surgery. Sam Newman's plastic surgery fuss. You had on after you come out of that. I was just stuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, uh, uh, that was good that all. day
0: for you, was it? You were good at it. Oh, it wasn't you until too, that day. Right? Never tried it again. Oh. Yeah. So happy days. Okay. What else? We got some
1: Smitharios. I
0: do. I do. Um, Well, you want the what ifs first or the Smitharios? What do you want to roll with? Whatever
1: you want to do. You you give me whatever one you want.
0: All right. Well, I enjoyed the Smithario last week. The uh, United States of Smith. uh, I'm looking forward to visiting there one day. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's happened? What are
1: you doing? You were talking like a robot. but You're back now. That's good. Okay.
0: So, yeah, since we brought up that Jetson story, you know, a lot of shit's gone. A lot of shit's gone. (laughs) Anyway, we'll get into it. eh? We'll try and get this covered. Let's Um, get it over and done with. Right. So, Spifario number one. Correct. If you could snap your fingers and be transported yes. to any moment in time, yep. which yeah. would it be and why? Easy, 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 peasy.
1: 1966 grand final day. Oh, bang. Yeah, so I could shut every prick up about not seeing the Saints win a flag. I could finally sit there and say to all of yous,
0: bang, went and watched it, seen a flag. Leave me alone. Okay. I like it. I like it. It's not bad. Yeah, It's not bad. That was an easy one. Um, I asked me faro number two. Yes. If you were reincarnated as as an animal, which would you like to come back as and why?
1: Oh, no. Are you there? Yeah. I've got four bars of four g and you kept drifting in out, but I'm back again.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute, I think he's had a stroke. (laughs) He's had a stroke, ladies and gentlemen, live on the side. Yeah. Well, it would have
1: come up on here Here we go It's are like frozen Now hey, this is what we're going to do Let's get into the footy so that we've got this live on footy And we'll do another podcast tomorrow
0: when the Wi-Fi is back up properly No, I can hear you perfectly now Okay, what was your question? Uh, which animal would you come back as reincarnated and why? A lion Perfect, I would have answered the same Why? King of the jungle
1: not much threat. You're the hunter. You're not the hunted. I like
0: it. Same. All right. Uh, got a couple of what ifs. We're yes. going to run through We're going to run, <laughs> run through it. We're going to run through <laughs> it. Get through it. What, what if you could merge two animals? Which would they be and what would you name it?
1: An elephant and a giraffe I would merge. Uh.
0: Okay. How big would that motherfucker be? How good would that be? Now would you have the uh, giraffe as the top half or the bottom half? Giraffe as the top half with a trunk.
1: With <laughs> <laughs> a trunk and then the oh, elephant bottom half. So basically what it would look like
0: is little boy. foot. Mate, that would look ridiculously funny. Littlefoot. It would look like yeah. a dinosaur. <laughs> And I would
1: name it a Drelephant. Oh, I
0: like it. My okay. uh, elephant Yeah. My I don't even know. Um, here's a good one for you. Okay. This one, yeah, you're gonna this. I'm curious to see what your answer is to this. Hmm. Okay. So the Saints make the grand final. Oh, exciting times you get given corporate box, all the works, all the perks. Okay? Now the problem is, Good question by you. Your wedding has been booked on the same day and there's no way to get out of the wedding. Do you can the wedding and redo it all for another time? Or do you go to the corporate box and watch the Saints win?
1: Tough one. But <laughs> what I'll say, <laughs> I'd choose the, I would choose the wedding.
0: Oh, look at him. What a castle. Now why? Because you're going to be it there on your phone?
1: No, because we have eight <laughs> listeners and one of them's Rhiannon and we can't go back to seven.
0: <laughs> that is a fact. Plus, she does all the social media work for Everything. Her, we? We've got a her on our side. Our ever-expanding brand.
1: Nah, no, look, I would choose my wedding anyway because at the end of the day, footy's only a game and the wedding night's going to be us all partying together, having the time of our life. Kids will be there. It's going to be terrific. So yeah, and also us. that's
0: probably never going to happen because St Kilda are probably not going to play the flag for a while. Mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Oh, uh, shit. Um, I wanted to touch on one thing. Yeah, I, uh, we spoke a couple of weeks ago. I sent me... Uh, Sample off for uh, allergy testing. Oh, yes. How'd you go? I came back. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the list of things I'm uh, sensitive or allergic to was quite quite substantial, to tell you the truth. Um, Really? Yeah, I had to print out about 20 pages worth of stuff. But uh, a couple that took my interest were uh, mistletoe, Yep, so apparently uh, no good around the mistletoe, so don't be uh, hanging any of that up over your head trying to uh, lock lips. And the other one was... Um... Salmon. Salmon, yes. I, I eat salmon. I've never had a reaction before, but, yeah, apparently I'm sensitive to that. So I'm not sure if this was a, this was a legit test or I've been uh, punked. Had. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it is legit because usually
1: when people are allergic to salmon, they lose their fringe. And it looks like you've been eating a lot of salmon.
0: <laughs> oh, got him again. Got him. Oh, shit. So, uh, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm glad that uh, I inspired yourself to go and get the test done and uh, waste a couple hundred bucks. So that's good.
1: Nah, that was really good of you. Sorry, you didn't inspire me to do shit. Is what happened was the missus then started texting your missus and said to me, Because I was laughing to her about it. I was like, look at this list. Prince, a dickhead, blah, blah, blah. Giving you shit, just hanging a bit of shit on you about it. You know, oh, maybe it stunts his growth, all this stuff. And, you know, having those sort of jokes. And then five minutes later, she said to me, I've just signed this up. We've got to send the hair off and that. And I was like, huh? I'm not even addicted to anything, addicted. I'm not even allergic to anything, Brent.
0: Oh. What's happening? No, nothing. I was just, I'm just trying to work out where you got your hair sample from. Must have, had to be beard hair, had to be. Pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Send the pubes off. Set off some clipping, <laughs> did you? <laughs> <Love> <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. They're going to had, the had the Brazilian, had the Brazilian and sent the wax strip in.
1: So that was good. Now, they're going to figure
0: out that you're sensitive to lice and shit. That's good. That's great. Cubic loss. Are you there? No, it is good. Oh, okay. There you are. Anyway, we got to no, lay no. out of the way. Now we can talk the serious stuff. Football.
1: Okay, one second. We've just got a race on for our thing.
0: Oh, it doesn't matter. You're going to lose. What horse you got on this? Uh... I don't know. Oh, this is a disaster. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I um you're witnessing the king of the syndicate. No, he's lost.
1: Lost? I don't know if you lost. I don't know what it I've nearly ripped my head off then with my headphones. Right. Put all oh, that action to the side, the syndicate's gone. Let's do it before this cat like blows up this internet system. Yes. Football. Okay.
0: Who you got? Cats. Twenty-five plus. Wow. Twenty-five plus, you reckon? Now you're aware that there could be a monsoon rolling through. Yep. Yep. You're confident.
1: I am. Why? Could be made to the pocket dick. Gabba. Gabba plays into Geelong's hands. They've got an average winning margin of 53 points there for the eight games or whatever they've played this year. They control the footy. I know it's going to be wet, but I think they can do it. And I think there's more riding on Geelong winning than there is of Richmond winning. Geelong have got a lot in my... Richmond have won two of the last three. When the going gets tough, how hungry are they going to be? There's blokes in the Geelong side, Harry Taylor, Gary Ablett, Paddy Dangerfield, um, Gary Rowan. They're on a mission because they've never done this. So, Harry Taylor has. Nah, but he's fucking gone. He's retired. Oh, because he's right. retired. You're okay. right. Lockie Henderson, Zach Tui, they're the other yep. two, come from Carlton to play in a grand final. Haven't been able to get there. I would say everyone on Richmond's list is want a flag. I know what your your argument is valid, and I could be look like a dickhead. And your argument is that it's going to be West and they're going to surge, and they're a scrappy, shitty team.
0: Yeah, Richmond? yeah, and they they just have those players suited for those conditions. Uh, the gap the gap of things interesting. I think. Um, I think a lot of that could also have to do with Chris Scott's experience there. He obviously played there for 200 and something games and won a few grand finals. Yeah. So um, he's obviously, he obviously knows something that a lot of other teams don't know for the Cats mm. to be playing that well up there. Um, yeah. I just, I think the conditions, I just think that really, really plays into Richmond's hands. Uh, don't get me wrong, Geelong are a good wet weather team as well. But Mm -hmm. Richmond have those – they just have those bodies that get around the contest. They get those little slippery goals over the back. There's always someone there running off, kicking off the ground, punching it forward. They just scrap.
1: Yeah. And
0: Mm -hmm. then experience as well. I think they've got 21 out of 22 players who've played in the last two grannies or something. I think think that'll hold them in good stead. Um, Not tipping them by much. Probably under 25 points. And I'm going with a smokey for the non-smith. I've got, I got Prestia. Not not a huge smokey, but I just think he's uh, the, the conditions again might suit him. And he's, uh, he's due for a big one. He's only been at, back for two games, but he's been building up. Yeah.
1: The thing I love about this grand final is the powerhouse. So I'm really glad these two got here. I think – so I listened to both coaches, all coaches last week – pre-game, and I heard Chris Fagan say, yeah, look, they're a good side. We don't know how we're going to go. You know, we are excited for it. But you could hear the nerves in him as if to say, like, should we be here? I don't know if we're ready, sort of thing. And then Ken Hinckley, what are you going to do with Dustin Martin? Oh, it's just a team effort. You know, Dusty's such a great player and he's such good... I think both of those sides had stage fright. This week, when you listen to the two coaches their confidence in their own game style and their own groups. Yep. Just, you just see the difference. And I just think whoever gets their game on their terms and I'm backing Geelong to have learnt from, uh, the round 17 game. I think it was round 17 when they got walloped
0: by Richmond. Yeah. So they got jumped. Yes. And, uh, there's five different Geelong players playing than what played in that game, very important players as well. And there's two different Richmond players playing. So when you look at the Richmond players, who have come in? You've got Prestia and Edwards. By no means are they slouches. So no, very, very, good su- very good ins. And who went out? Well, I know Arts was one of the ones that went out. And yeah, so I would say
1: Jake Arts actually kicked, I think, from when he start, when he came into the side. He was the only one that averaged a goal a week in that. So he wasn't playing that bad of footy. So wasn't, a he was playing football. good footy. I was actually surprised yeah.
0: that he uh, got dropped a few weeks ago. Yeah. That's right. But then and we the go big... to Geelong. So, Salwood. Yep. Adler. Yeah. Rowan. Yep. So there's a forward line. And the um Simpson, Who's been cracking in nice the last well, two weeks.
1: Very, very nice. Well. I
0: can't remember the other fella. Stanley. Stanley, yes, the Ruckman. That's right. Ruckman. So, it's some, so some big ins.
1: When you when you look at that, you go, right. So without Ablett and Rowan, they would have been more they were predictable. We you spoke to me that night. Grimes just sat in front of Tom Hawkins all night. Just come up third man up, third man up, third man up. Third man up. Yeah. Constantly. Now there's going to be unpredictability. You can't do that because of the play. This week you're going to have by the players coming in that you said. Selwood comes in means danger plays forward. So now you're going to have dangerfield, Hawkins, Ablett, Rowan in a forward line that weren't there together. That's a massive, that's massive.
0: Yeah, true. And you do. Yeah, you get that relief in the midfield with Selwood and Ablett running through there. And the, and the, the difference that uh, Chris Scott's done with their rucks has
1: been unbelievable. So since Stanley's come back in, Stanley plays as the ruckman, pushes forward straight away. So, if the other ruckman doesn't go, Blixards pushes up and plays on him. Yeah. And he's getting mismatches in forward. So, they've got like a, a two halved sort of ruck situation going where their wings drop back. I, I think, I, I just think that to me, Geelong have been the best side this year because I know they didn't finish on top of that, but against top eight sides, Geelong have punched them up bar the river. Yeah, they're,
0: yeah, in, yeah, you're right. They're. Um... I think they've had the best performances against yeah. the best competition, whereas Richmond have scrapped through and just mm. got the job done. But that's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking they're going to do again, just get the job done because it's what they do. So it it's, is what they- of, it's interesting. I just... Um, I, I would... I want the romance story and I want Ablett to go out with a flag. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big hurdle to get over
1: or not? It's a massive hurdle. They're an unbelievable side, Richmond. And the one thing, too, if Dustin Martin wins this Norm Smith, he is nearly the best finals player because, did you know, seven out of the last nine finals since 2017, so however many finals have been, seven out of the last nine, uh, Dusty's had three votes.
0: Which two didn't he have votes
1: in? Collingwood? Pre-line? Uh Yes, didn't get a vote in that, yeah. and they lost the year before maybe to one of the sides in the first. He wouldn't one. Have, I don't know.
0: He didn't get three votes last week. Surely
1: he got three votes last week.
0: Yeah, so yeah, okay. I, yeah, I think a bit of uh, a bit of hysteria is applied to that. Well, Nairn uh, should have got
1: it. We've spoken about that.
0: I think first half is very good, but um, second
1: half. So- so it's hard, isn't it? Because people will say. Oh, so I sort of agree with you a little bit, but then when you sit there and break it down, he kicked two goals, he had two assists, and had twenty-four touches, and the scores were six goals to six goals. Yeah. So he's kicked two, had two. So he scored basically four times, four goal scores out of six for Richmond. Yeah. So, that's, so, that's, um, yeah.
0: so the influence is there. Bridesmaid dresses.
1: Oh, bridesmaids' dresses have just arrived. Oh, beautiful. I'll try it on shortly and send you a picture, Brent.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, but no, you know, he's, def- he's definitely a star. But like, like we've discussed, he uh, he can afford to be a star in that team, if that makes any sense. You know,
1: so you sent me that thing yesterday about Gary Ablett.
0: It's his top thirty or whatever. It's like, this no, is I'm what probably, I want maybe. to get into because I'm so not sure. Should. You, you can go. I oh, I'm not sure. There is another player in the history of the AFL that got, could go to a brand-new club that is that was as bad as the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah. And he was single-handedly making them competitive in games with his performances. No, zero chance. You, I'm, oh. I'm fully, you're maybe
1: a Lee Mathras or someone like that yeah. back in those days. Carey. Yeah. Not not these days. Not these
0: days. Huh. Not 5-4. I watched one of those, um, I don't know what number of highlight it was. It was for the Suns. Mm -hmm. And it was only in 2012 or something Mm -hmm. when they were, what, two or three-year-old club? How old were they? Yeah, -hmm. not much older than that. So that was still ordinary.
1: Started in 2011, I reckon?
0: Yeah. So this was in 2013, a highlight. He had 40 disposals and four goals against the Collingwood side. Two years out of being being contenders in a grand final, and his Gold Coast side was up by twenty something points in the third quarter. Yeah, Sing, single handedly, he was making that team competitive. One hundred percent.
1: And the, so the one thing I took out of it, right, is I watched Dusty now, and he is probably my favourite player to watch these days. Today, like Adam yeah, always good. has been, and yeah, stuff. He's, he's very dynamic. Oh, he's unbelievable. But so. Every one of those goals that you showed me, those top 30 moments, Ablett had a tagger running with him. Yeah, yes. Everywhere he went. Kane Corns was there. The bloke from News used to play on him. Not Hooker, the midfielder. He's ugly. Hocking. Heath Hocking. Hocking. Yeah. He used to play. like Ryan Crowley. Yeah. He was brutal. Like Ablett did it all with a tagger. These... Guys don't get, and I understand. Fife and that would ruin taggers because they take them forward. But would they? Because they wouldn't have the input in the middle. Dustin Martin last week was unbelievable. Was leaving stip clearances. Was leaving stoppages with no one around him.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm starting to think that maybe Dusty has a bit of a bo problem. <laughs> <It> seems <laughs> like it, doesn't it? Even at the even at the most of the contest, there's no one no one on him, and he's. Nah. It's not like he's hard to, hard to pick out. <laughs> no, nah. and so Burn Jones
1: played on him when he went forward.
0: And Byrne Jones weighs a,
1: 78 kilos. What a mismatch, yeah. 78 kilos versus probably 90. I reckon Dusty would be about 90. But he's a stocky boy. Yeah, like, he's like, solid... And he's one of the better players. Tom Jonas had to play on him yeah. from Port Adelaide. They just got it all wrong and gave themselves no chances to win that
0: game. So what what would you how would you solve the dusty problem tonight?
1: Okay, so I would personally every time if I was coaching Geelong, every time there is a centre square ball up and he's playing in the middle, Joel Salwood is going to him.
0: I'm thinking the same because Salwood's game isn't what it used to be. But I'm gonna his a-
1: fingers. Cooked.
0: <laughs> I think he's gonna have a massive impact by checking Dusty off at yeah. every ball up there is around the ground. And, and then let, uh, who you thinking, go to him once he goes forward? So, this is
1: strange. This is going to be strange. I would put Blikasarves on him. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I would play size because the one thing that you will be able to outmark Dustin Martin, because you, can, he's, for starters, Blikasarves is athletic as shit. Like, yeah. he is very, 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 very quick and he's agile. So, well,
0: I think, yeah, I think where you're going with this, maybe, is one on one marking contest with Dusty. The key yeah. is not to body body on body with him. Nope. You're to jump come, over, right
1: over the straight over the
0: top or across him, punch it, market it, him, yeah. spoil it, whatever. So, I think yeah. that is that where you're going with that? That's 100% where
1: I'm going with it. Do not get into a wrestle with him. No, why? Because right. he, he is strong. Yeah, and I would be saying to Blixstar, start a meter off him because he's not. Well, oh. Dustin Martin's not explosive. You're frozen. Like, mate. He's explosive. When you're talking north twenty, Matt, fuck, right, you're back. You're having a stroke. I've got four bars on me thing. Oh, I no, you're I'm right, yeah. getting angry too. Um, <laughs> I just think. You need to use the height and the versatility of someone like a Blyzna. that's what I think. Colladani is too young. Yeah, he's going to be, be a good player, in three years, he will get outsmarted. He will get outsmarted. So the other option I would have, and it depends how, is run Cam Guthrie within the whole game. Yeah, that is that is the other one in the middle when he goes forward because run, with that, would,
0: yeah. Uh, what Brisbane did the other week is, because he was killing it in the first half, they put Zorko on him to the second half. Yeah. Zorko nullified him going uh, back towards Richmond's goal. But Zorko hurt him the other way. Yeah. So once Brisbane won possession, Zorko was yeah. off and Dusty doesn't chase. Dusty doesn't go no. past centre half. He doesn't go past there. No. So you've got to hurt him the other way as well when it's your time to, but by God, if you, if they get a quick rebound or you fumble the ball or it's a turnover, you might as well put a goal down for Dusty the other end if you're going to do that all day. So yeah. You're going to have to roll no, the dice at some stage, though.
1: You're 100% going to have to roll the dice, and you've got to back yourself in. And the one thing I would say is with Geelong's back line, so we're talking about today, they're ready, they're on neutral ground, it's not round 17, no one knows what's going to happen. Geelong's back line are so experienced, Harry Taylor, you must tell blokes where Dusty is at all times because you're on the last line. So you must say, hey, hey, get to him. And whoever needs to break off and get to him because they can do it. If you stop him, you go a long way to beating Richmond because of who he is.
0: Yeah, I think um, going back to it still, I think, I think today the tonight's conditions are going to suit the likes of Bolton, the Prestiers, yeah. the Castagnas, the... Rioli's, yeah, I can reel, I can reel off another ten names, whereas I, 100%. I can't, I can't do that for Geelong. There's, I'll, give you three, one. I'll three give you one. If it's wet, there is only one bloke that can do
1: this for Geelong, and it's Patrick Dangerfield. Yeah, and it's going yeah. to the middle danger, and it's go wreck and ball yourself. Like yeah, he's is, gonna have,
0: yeah. But like you just said, I think for Geelong to win, you're gonna have to have it one of those virtuous performances from Dangerfield. Yeah, 100%,
1: don't for, Yeah, uh, yeah that, that is 100%. And I'm backing him in. And the other thing that I'll say is people always... You hear comments through the week and stuff that will say uh, the bottom six out of each side will be the ones. Not tonight. Not tonight. The top six, the best six players for both sides are going to be the ones that win this game. If yeah, they sell Danger, Ablett, and these, that top six, Harry yeah. Taylor and that, have good games, they will beat Richmond. And if Cochin, D- Dusty, Edwards, Lynch, Rewild have the good games, then no. But it doesn't matter about the bottom six tonight. It's all about your top six. It's, whoever gets. Fuck, it's, it's intriguing, mate. I can't wait. I honestly yeah. can't wait.
0: No, I think you're on something there. Definitely. I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I just. I'm hoping for a good game of football.
1: I just. Yeah. Cause... I want weather. I just want good weather.
0: Just stop raining yeah. and let. Because... because I want to see Richards... both game stars. Richmond's last two grand finals have been over in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, I don't think they can do that to Geelong.
0: Hopefully, hopefully. If they do, if they do, I'm turning it off because I I want a good granny. I don't want a fizzle.
1: I think this. I'll tell you something. If Richmond are a very young side, if they come out and belt Geelong tonight, I would say to you, I would say to you that no one in the next five years will beat them in a grand final if they get there against them because it'll be in your head.
0: Yeah, exactly. You
1: can't just keep flogging sides in grand finals and not build a reputation. So it will be, you need to beat them in a prelim because if you get them in a granny, they'll beat you. Yeah,
0: exactly right. Yeah. Fuck Richmond. Fuck Richmond supporters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, The Saints' time will come,
1: mate. Same I just want it for Ablett, mate. I do. And people say to me, like I had a chat to Rihanna earlier and she said, imagine if this was St. Kilda and stuff and you weren't going because she's Richmond. And I get that. And then she said, and Ablett's already won him and I'll get that too. But for me, he's the best I've seen. He's one of the most humble blokes I've seen where he could
0: be arrogant as shit. Yeah. It- just fair- it's just the fair... Look, I said it earlier to Demi. I said, look, I think Richmond will win, but... For the feel-good story, I want to see Gary Ablett. No no one else in that team. They've, they've no one out. else. I know he's one of them, like you said, but I want to see him go out on a high with a premiership because he has been the best player we've seen probably in the last 20 years consistently. And we've had and the fierce. pleasure of watching him. Pardon?
1: And fairest.
0: Yes. And I think it is a deserving way for a champion of the game to go out. And think about the year we've had, 2020. Shit. It's been been rubbish. Let's let's have something happen that's feel good, gets the mutual supporter up and about, makes everyone happy. I know the Richmond fans will be down, but don't worry, folks. You'll uh, you'll win another few in a couple of years anyway, by the looks of it.
1: So Uh, so the other thing too to finish off with my thing, if if you can get odds on sports bet people, it'd probably be paying a dollar. I don't know what it'd be paying. If you can get odds on there will be a lightning strike and the game has to be postponed, lock it in. Because <laughs> yeah, that's cause the fucking year we've had.
0: <laughs> exactly. I woke up this morning and I looked outside I was like, it wouldn't have mattered what date the grand final was on this year. The weather would have been like this. It would have been.
1: Fucking unbelievable, mate.
0: This year has just thrown out everything. So Everything. Hopefully tonight's the night something... Something happens; it just makes everyone laugh, and not laugh, just smile and be like, "Yeah, that's good. That makes me feel good that that happened." And enjoy it. And I'd I probably feel the same if if Richmond weren't playing anyone other than Geelong. I would probably be saying, "Let's. I want to see Richmond build their dynasty up. You know, build something
1: I 100% great." I 100 agree, agree with that. I 100. Yeah. I would 100 be going for them flat but, out. 100. 100- it's the Ablet
0: factor
1: for me. Ablett's killed me. Ablett, yeah. Ablett is God. He is he's he's the best midfield. Like I said to you and, and Charles yesterday, what was social distancing? Um he's done it for longer than anyone. Yeah. Judd was probably more dynamic in the two to three years he had at West Coast, where it was just like you said about the Brisbane game, that was the best game of midfield football I've seen. Robert Harvey did it for a long time. Ablett has done it to another level for ever.
0: 2003.
1: Yeah. So you had James Hurd, you had Nathan Buckley, you had Michael Voss, all these superstar midfielders running around. And what they did was every now and
0: then they would have a bad game. This bloke just didn't. Now, the interesting so, start about Gary Ablett, do you know in his first hundred games, he, he did, did not, not have a... Did not have a game with thirty disposals. That's right. Interesting. Played played uh, majority forward, yeah. but um, I thought that was an interesting stat. And since then, he's broken broken the football record for it. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even get one in the first hundred games. It's amazing.
1: You think with with the world the way the world is, Brent? You're talking about men with feelings and open up. It'll be hard not to get emotional not watching him walk off the ground. It'll be yeah. very, very hard for me. Geez, I love that man. I, And I love that he's doing it with Geelong now. Like at Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's even better. Like, if he stayed at Gold Coast, people will got to remember, the year he did his shoulder, he was become third in the Brownlow and he missed eight games. And Gold Coast was sitting fifth yeah. on the ladder. Yeah. Did his shoulder... And it went, Gold Coast didn't make it and went to shit from there. I'm just so glad he's back at Geelong and they get him to do this. So like, I just think, what are you? Go and get him, Ablett. Jeez, it'd be good to see him win a Norm Smith-Brent wind it back,
0: have yeah, 40 well, kick three. Yeah, well, Fuck, how good would that, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm not counting on that to happen, but um, if that does no, no happen, uh, if that does happen, I'll give 2020 a pass. <laughs> but, just that. Well, like you know. Hey. Would you would you vote if that happens? You've got to vote for Dan Andrews. If if Geelong win tonight and Gary Ablett wins the Norm Smith Medal, You'll I will vote. vote for Dan Andrews. I will be <laughs> yes. Dan Andrews positive. Okay, <laughs> okay. you heard it. You've heard John, it here. What a way to end the podcast! You have it here, live recorded. All right, you have evidence. <laughs> if Geelong can win, Gary Ablett wins the Norm Smith. I am pro Dan Andrews.
1: We'll be back tomorrow morning to have a chat about this. <laughs> that's <laughs> how cold I up. am.
0: That, that, oh, that's, that's actually how cold I am that Richmond are going to get the job done. I
1: oh, know yeah. <laughs> have a good day, mate. We'll speak later and we'll have a message. And we
0: we'll yeah, went yeah. have a Zoom
1: tonight with Green, aren't we, after the footy. So it'll be a good night for us. And uh, the next time you hear us, we'll be in Brent's lounge room. That is fucking exciting. Beautiful, mate.
0: All right. Cheers, everyone. Uh, happy punting, and yeah, hope the uh, best team wins. Have woom a good woom night. Woom. Enjoy the footy. Get up the ablet. Boom, boom. See you, folks.